This is a Rubbing Mind special for International Women's Month, powered by Lipton. On this International Women's Month, Lipton is raising a mug to Obi Nwediako. Thank you so much, Obi, for being here. You know, it's really exciting to meet you. Anytime I enter a taxi and it is a female driver, I get so excited. And it's only happened to me like once or twice, honestly, um, at least here in Nigeria, you know. So what, is, what even led you to become a taxi driver? Like, what inspired you to say, I'm going to do this, even though there are not that many women in that field? Well, let's just say it started by being out of job. And um, I thought about what I could actually do at that point in time. And since I had a car lying fallow, initially I wanted to give it out to a driver. But I heard someone say, mm. no, that no damage your car. You can do it yourself. And I was like, do women really do this? I right. Said, yeah. Come to come for the training and I'm sure you'd like it. And that was how I started. And when you got there, you were probably the only woman, right? No, I, I wasn't. How many were there? I think I saw about three ladies. Three ladies. Out of yeah. how many? Out of um, 20 or 30 drivers there right. about having their training. Right. What's your experience been like being a woman on the job? You know, every day you're picking up passengers from all across the city. And what has that been like for you? Well, I wouldn't say it's been all amazing. Sometimes it's tough. But I think for the fact that I love driving, yeah. I've really enjoyed doing this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what has been hard about it? You know, what's the, what's the challenges that you face? You know, any specific experiences or stories that have been really difficult for you? Oh, yes. There are numerous of them, but I'm going to just mention but a few. Okay. Um, having to call your rider to tell the rider you're waiting outside and the rider is like, what? Is this a lady? <laughs> no, 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 no. I want a male driver. Really? No, yeah. I get that a lot and I, I at some point I had to come to terms with it and you know try as much as I can to you know accept mm. that I, this rejection this kind of rejection will always come but I had to apply wisdom you know look for a way to calm them down so why don't you want a female driver right you know and what do they tell you what, what's their reasoning uh, for some of them they don't just want to tell you the reason but their actions are already telling me the reasons right um, but but for some you hear them say ah i need to go to the airport i need to run fast and i don't think you can do you that can do it yeah so you don't have the bravado to be able to drive the exactly. way guys drive exactly but then at sometimes most of them they usually you know decide to give it a try okay and I always, always prove them wrong. Right. Because you have, driving is driving. It has nothing to do with your gender, yes. does it? Um, what has been, have you ever been nervous in terms of, you know, late night driving or felt exposed as a woman, you know, in terms of your safety? Yes, I have. As a matter of fact, there was one time I had one experience. I... It took a ride. I wasn't actually supposed to stay till like 8 p.m. or 9 thereabout. But this ride happens to take me into these um, times I just mentioned now. Um, the ride started around 3 p.m. We're actually supposed to end the ride by 5 or 6 thereabout. But you know, the rider keeps taking me around and around. And before you know it, it was like 9 or 10. Okay. And then I started seeing some funny behavior. Mm, like what? like with 
I need to go into this road, I need to enter the gym, there's something I need to get. And then I received the phone call from my sister, my younger sister. I was making that call, but I am always, always vigilant at night while driving. Okay. So while I was doing that, I was still eavesdropping at his own conversation because he was on the phone. Okay. And right on the other end, I, I perceived someone was trying to pay him for something. I don't mm. know what it is, but the way I found out was when he said, my brother said, if you don't pay me the balance, I shouldn't deliver the car. I'm here with the car. Mm. And that just hit me. Mm -hmm. And then I figured out that something was actually going on. Mm. What do you think was, what do you think they were plotting? I don't know. It could be selling my car or right. robbing me of my car. Robbing you of your car, right. So right. Then I had to, I just knew that I had to do something. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie, honestly. I'm, I guess this is an unconventional, um, or rather I would say I'm kind of traditional in the fact that I would be nervous as a woman driving and picking up so many different strangers because as women, we're vulnerable. Yeah. That one is a fact. You know, um, but I have to say kudos to you for doing this. And, you know, I think it's such an amazing feat. You're a woman who is in an unconventional role. Um, we wish you the absolute best of luck. Please stay safe. Thank you. You know, and I think for International Women's Month is choose to challenge. So what are you choosing to challenge? Well, I choose to challenge most women out there that thinks um, there are no jobs in Nigeria. And... Um, you sit down waiting for someone to come and give you a job and you have a car lying fallow. Mm. Hello. Drive. You can drive <laughs> and yeah. make your money. Yeah. Actually, when I started doing this, I was still working. I worked, did I tell you that I worked in a bank for five years? Mm. In an oil and servicing firm for two good years. I was still working in that oil and servicing firm when I started doing both. Immediately after work, I pick up my keys, go online and then I hit the road. And is so, it, is it, has it been a profitable venture for you? Uh, yeah, it has. That's and when I saw what I actually was making out of it, and I wanted to go further in career, I had other businesses in mind I wanted to venture in, but mm -hmm. I needed capital. And I knew that if I stay right here, I wouldn't go any further. So I had to break out. Yeah, yeah. So at some point, I had to tender my resignation and then go fully into this because I was quite making a lot of money. Right, there. right. Yeah. So, well done, Aubrey. Aubrey, I know you're part of a platform called Ladies on Wheels, and you guys share your stories and experiences. Yeah. Um, talk to us a little bit about, you know, that support system that you have and what kind of experiences the other women have told you about. Let me just mention but a few, or yeah, the sure. one that just happened recently. Right. A female driver got to her rider's location, mm -hmm. called the rider, was trying to figure out if actually where she's parked is where the rider um, is staying right. and then this security guy comes out from nowhere madam please move your car she was still on the phone right. when the security guy went straight to the um, to her car trying to deflate her tires wow. and then she comes down to ask why are you deflating my tires and then the next thing she heard was a slap wow and then the guy started strangling her on the neck right there on the neck this, the case is still at the police as we speak so we, this is just one yeah. out of the numerous ones we've been having lately. So, um, which was why I told you initially, I said it requires wisdom Definitely. to handle some yeah. of this. Yeah.
people, even the riders. Riders, there are some riders too that are kind of temperamental. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. had one like that a few weeks ago, a few weeks back, a lady that dropped off. And this, is, uh, this rider was actually a police officer. Mm. And I don't know, maybe because of the uniform, he wanted to intimidate her or something. Mm. So was making her drive to a certain location that isn't safe as right, at that time. Right, right. And when she refuses, the guy gave her a big slap right inside the car. And then she started calling out for help. Yeah, yeah. So these are challenges that we face. Yeah. But with time, we got to understand that the only way we can win in the face of all this mm -hmm. is by sticking together and finding a way out. Yeah. And trust me, ladies on wheel, we're doing that. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Thank you so much. I just have to say, you know, please be safe. As I said, um, you're in a position and in a role that, you know, it poses a lot of risk, but I can see that the rewards are very high. Well, yes, and I have to commend are. you for sticking with it. Um, thank you so much, Aubrey, for taking time to chat with me. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. All right, we're going to go on a quick break. And when we come back, Abuka will be back with us. We'll be right back. This is a Rubbing Mind special for International Women's Month, powered by Lipton. All right, thank you very much, Bolanli, for everything. I'm looking forward to next Sunday, of course. I'm sure you have some other Amazons who are going to be joining us. You have got to see. Wait. I mean, <laughs> just I want to tell everyone to make sure that they tune in next week. It's going to be brilliant. All right. Well, like I always say, you can follow the conversation on Twitter. Robin Minds now is the handle. Please use the hashtag Robin Minds when you tweet at us. Join us next Sunday. Bolanli will be here again with some amazing women. We'll see you then.